what happens when two guys read one Bible and one of them has never read through the Bible before. Hey guys, we're excited to be back. My name is John. Um, I rededicated my life to Christ about eight years ago, and I'm passionate about the Bible. And we are in Genesis 4. Um, Genesis 4, just a brief overview, is uh, Adam and Eve conceived two sons, and one gets killed. So let me uh, start us with prayer, and then uh, Oliver will do the reading. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord, and we just uh, thank you for uh, the word. And Lord, we just pray for a better understanding and those that are watching, that they get a better understanding of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're on Cain and Abel, chapter 4. And Adam knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain. And said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. I was just curious. She she, she gave a lot of credit there to um to the to, to God for the for, for the but like she was just kicked out of the, the the garden. So shouldn't wouldn't she be still mad at him a little bit over being kicked out of this beautiful place? I and mean, she's... maybe she I mean maybe she finally figured out like, hey, if I would have stayed in the in the garden and ate from the tree of life, I would have been in this world forever and ever and ever. So he, she probably saw God's grace and mercy. Um, maybe there there could still be a sting, you know, in regards to like, man, this is going on. But she knows he's uh, the, the God of the living. So, okay. um, so, yeah, I mean, even though we might have some frustrations or maybe we're just spiritually exhausted, we still, we still want to be in Thanksgiving. So. Okay. And she again, bear his brother, Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Um, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the, the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel to his offerings. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. And Cain was very wrath and his countenance fell. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'd be pretty upset too if I was Cain. Like, I'm serious. Like, I used to work on a farm. Um, that's a lot of hard backbreaking labor. And to be honest, when I, when I'm reading through this, I'm, I'm feeling like there's a little bit of favoritism being placed here. Like Abel's like, I'm assuming they're both adults by now. Like Abel gets to, you know, take the flock out and like, you know, not so bad, but he even said the earth, it's going to be harder. It's going to be full of weeds. It's going to be, it's going to be so much harder. And so Cain's out there like just backbreaking labor. And then Abel's running around with the sheep. And I don't know, I just think like it like Cain brought him fruit and Abel brought brought him a sheep. I get that, but like why did he favor um Abel's over Cain's? So in the law, in the law. Um, yeah. and we'll, we'll learn more about that in the law of Moses. You were able to bring grain. 
you were able to bring uh, vegetation for a sacrifice. The issue here is that Abel brought the best, meaning a- Abel looked through all of his uh, sheep, cattle, or and and through all the flock and said, wow, okay, this one mm-hmm. is my best. This is what I'm going to give to the Lord. Okay. From my understanding is Cain basically said, oh, there's some grain on the ground. I might as well just bring that. I mean, he gave his second or third best to God. And that's why God was upset. Cain did not have the right heart when he when he came before the Lord to do a sacrifice. Abel actually put thought into it. Okay, so he took his time about it. Yeah, and but Cain... Just, Cain um, Cain didn't care. He just said, yeah. oh, there, there's some stuff on the ground. I'll just bring that. Whoop-de-doo. It's not the best, but I'm, I'm just going to bring it. And that's why God was not happy with them. Right. But, like, I know, like, from working on the farm and stuff in the past, like, the labor-intensive stuff, you just don't have, like, you just, by the end of the day, you're so exhausted, you're tired, you're sore. Like, I'm not going to be picking the fruit. Like, I just pick fruit all day or whatever he did. I tell, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't know if I would have, like, the fact that he brought something, you would think God would be more appreciative of the fact that this guy works really hard, still managed to show up and bring me something. I know it wasn't his best quality thing, but, like, it's a heck of a lot easier to know, like, when I worked on the dairy farm, it was a heck of a lot easier to know who the prize cow was in comparative, like, to how much work I would have to do in a day and then tell me, oh, I need you to go pick your best fruit out of the, you know, and my hands are sore, my body's aching. I, I, I mean, I could see, it would be a lot easier for, for someone to say to me, can you go pick the prize cow and bring it to me? Or, or could you go find the best fruit in the big basket of fruit you got there and bring it to me? Like, but it, for you, <sighs> but for you, even though you had a long day, let's just say, yeah. You were on the farm, you had a really long day, and, yeah. and God showed up to you and said, hey, bring me a cup of milk. You would know, ex- even though you had a long day and you were exhausted, you'd be like, I know my prized cow is this one. And you would right. go to that specific cow and milk that specific cow. So even though you're mentally and physically exhausted, you're still mm-hmm. able to make the the right decision. Cain, he probably... Cain just didn't have the the proper heart. Um, And I think he just gave a second and third best and just said, you know what? I don't really care about this. So you don't, that's how you, okay. Yeah, that would be my interpretation. Okay. Fair enough. I I can get, I can get behind that. I, I, obviously he already has like a, he already, I I get the sense that he kind of already feels like Cain is maybe, uh, Cain is a sinful person already. Like he's already got that feeling towards Cain, uh, is how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, like, I mean, Cain is also the oldest, so Cain should have been more mature than Abel. So if I if see the argument would have been like, okay, Abel brought his second or third best. Okay, I understand that maybe he's not as well educated because he's the youngest, but Abel was the youngest, and he was still able to make the right decision. And the righteous decision, Cain, um, Cain and Abel are both sinners. You know, yeah. we're we're all we're all sinners. 
at the same time, when it comes before giving something to the Lord, we we should we should give our best. Okay, I can get behind that. He's your king, right? Yeah, <laughs> he, he's he's our king. He's a Lord of Lords. You know, I mean, like for instance, um, our wives. We want to give our best to our wives. Yeah, absolutely, all the time. <laughs> I'm. I've never cheaped out on anything. <laughs> maybe that wasn't a good inter. You know, maybe I should have used that analogy, but. <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's funny. All right. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why out thou wrath, and why is thy countenance fallen? I'd still be upset if I was Cain. If thou dost well, thou shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou dost not well, sin leeth at the door, lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. I'm not sure what that last little bit. Meant. So that's the thing. I mean, sin, sin is is knocking at everybody's door. Sin is knocking at your door. Sin is knocking at my door. So. It so we have to make a decision, and God is oh, warning wow. Cain. God is saying sin is knocking at your door. Hatred, frustration, anger. Basically, God is saying to Cain, "That's coming to your door, and if you allow it, if you accept that anger, um, then there's going to be an outcome to that." So when sin is knocking at your door or my door, I have a decision mm -hmm. that hey, do I want to? Um, accept that sin and just sin? Or do I want to rebuke it in Jesus' name and live a holy and righteous life? And that's how you rule over sin. And that's how you rule over it, yes. Okay. Yep. So Cain, when you read on, people, mm -hmm. he accepted it. He accepted the sin. And we're going to actually see what happens because he did. Okay. Abel murdered. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother. And it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. So they talked. I'm feeling like they were talking like the night before or like a few hours before they went out to the fields or something. And then Cain decided he was going to like, so this is, was this pre, do you think he premeditated this? Or do you think he, they got into an argument, Cain picks up a rock, hits him in the fight, and it was an accident, you know, a heated moment, it, it can happen in a heated moment. Do you think he, or do you think he premeditated? He's like, I'm going to kill him. That's good that you asked that question because uh, when I was reading the commentary of David Guzik in the Blue Letter Bible, he writes... It was premeditated. Oh, he's been thinking about killing his own brother. Yeah. And he brings his brother out. My thought is that he basically said, hey, Abel, do you know what? I need some extra work, you know, done on the field. Are you willing to help me out before you go out and uh, and do your duties? Oh, okay. So he set him up. Yeah. He needed to get him somewhere alone and, and he took him out. 
And when okay. you think about it, like as you just mentioned, if it was premeditated murder, that's yeah. that's pretty extreme. Yeah, yeah. It was not an accident. Okay. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? So wait a second here. So Cain and Abel actually walked with God too. So God was with them, not just like, I mean, like it's sounding to me like God's there in person again. Uh, yeah, or God could be there in spirit as well, you know, on how we hear God's voice um, when we're with them. But yeah, I mean, it's maybe God walked with them at the beginning just to teach them on how to. Yeah. And the Lord Abel. knew, and he knew that Cable, like, he already knew that Abel was dead. So, is is this, so this is the thing that I'm wondering, is, um, I, I, I'm curious, hypothetical simulator. It's early, but we're doing it. <laughs> what do you think if, it, what, like, if Cain had of, instead of saying, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I'm not my brother's keeper. What if he had a said, I did I killed him. Yeah. Please, God, forgive me, right? Please. Like, I. this is why I got jealous. If he had to just come straight up right at the beginning, do you think that his punishment would have changed, would have been different? Yes. Really? You do? It would yes. not have changed? Okay. I think the reason why God asks these questions is to mm -hmm. get the individual to repent from their sins. All right. And do you think Abel, so Abel went to heaven? Yeah, I believe that. Yep. Okay. I was just curious. I like, it seemed like I'm trying to find, look at it from different perspectives and, um, and where, like, I'm thinking too to myself, like, I'm like, where was mom and dad through all this? Like, are they like, what, what are they like, you know, like brought two brothers went out, one brother killed the other brother. Like, where's Adam and Eve? Where's mom and dad? What are they doing while all they, of this is going on? Correct. More than likely, they're still at home. They're still doing stuff at home. I mean, um, Cain and Abel at this time are in the field. Mm -hmm. I mean, they could be miles out. Right, right. You know? So uh, more than likely, Adam and Eve don't know about this yet. Okay. Um, I'm curious, do you think that Cain had a chance to go and say goodbye to his parents before he was evicted, I guess you would say? Yeah. Or I like confess so. to his parents and say, I killed Abel. And But that's the biggest thing is like when we read this, there is no confession. It's just. Right. He... Just poor me, poor me, poor me. And you're like, oh, God just wants you to repent. Just wants yeah. to repent. And I believe that the Lord gave him so many chances just to repent. And um when you read on, it it doesn't um it doesn't show that he even repented from it. Oh wow. Okay. So he must have had a lot of hatred in his heart. Yeah. Jealous and that's and that's that's the problem with sin is that maybe Maybe the sin at the beginning is small, but sin can grow and grow and grow and grow. And what happened is that we read here, 
eventually that sin grew so big that Cain hated Abel so much that he killed his own brother. That's why God's like, you need to rebuke this. You need to say no to it. And he warned. It's That's the thing is, is God's always warning people. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, there's, there's always a reason behind it. God's always looking um, out for us. Now, due to free will, we need to make a decision if we want to take God's advice or if we just want to do a man's advice or just, you know, live a sinful life and accept right. sin into our, our hearts. So, right. yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, but, yeah, like for parents, sometimes parents, you know, maybe, you know, like, where were you, Oliver, even though they knew where you were? Maybe they even heard from a different family, like, hey, Oliver got in trouble. Here's what Oliver did. But instead of you walking through the door and then hammering you with, I can't believe you did this, they're asking questions first to see if you're gonna if you're gonna repent or if you're gonna keep on lying. Okay. Yeah. So okay. And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood crieth unto me. From the ground. So, yeah, he knew the whole time. He was giving Cain an opportunity to, um, to, 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 to plead for mercy and forgiveness. And uh, yeah, and Cain, he even said, he first he said, "Where is where is your brother?" And then Cain lied. I have no idea. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which hath opened her mouth. To receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. And, but like, is cursing Cain teaching him? Like, I guess, I just feel like, doesn't God, he's he's all forgiving, right? But I guess he did say, like, Cain wasn't asking for forgiveness. Oh. So, I so I mean, sin, sin is, is, is a curse within itself. I mean, we're murdered. He murdered his own brother, which drove him further from the Lord, I guess. Yeah. And all right. And so, and, and he's still not asking for forgiveness. It's no. basically what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shalt thou be in the earth. So basically he's... He's going to starve. He's not going to get stronger from working, is my understanding. And people are going to hate him. People are going to want to hurt him and, and harm him. Yeah. And, so, uh, I mean, when Adam, when Adam and Eve sinned, Adam basically, you know, God said to Adam, hey, things are going to be a lot harder now. You know, both thorns and thistles that shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the herb of the, of the field. So that's in Genesis 3.18. So now with Cain, yeah, he can put crop down, but nothing's going to come out of it. He's going to have to buy his own food and maybe become a carpenter or make tents just to yeah. have some sort of a living to be able to barter. I don't know. I, I feel like I could see how if I was Cain, 
I could see how my parents in this story and God for that matter, um, were, were play. I would think to myself, they're playing favorites because, you know, he gets the easy work, uh, Abel getting the easy work. God's always rewarding. God rewards him. But, you know, like we both know he picked the least fruit, the, the worst fruit or whatever it is, probably. Right. He didn't, he didn't really go out of his way to pick the best one, but, um, I, I could see how he still did bring something to offer. It may not have been the best and he could have offered more, but I could see how Cain, I mean, murder seems a little, uh, obviously murdering your brother seems a little ridiculous, but I just feel like I could see where jealousy could start, especially in a young man, um, you know, uh, being Cain, that is. Yeah, and to answer your question, um, there's actually a Bible verse, and I would have to uh, uh, look it up. I, I thought I had it down here. I thought I wrote it down, but it basically says that God does not have a favorite. God, God is a perfect judge, and he judges people as it is. It's not like, oh, hey, you know, I my love for this person is more than the the love for this other person. No, it's, it wasn't. Um, it's. You know, I, I can see sometimes parents, you know, parents will never admit it, but more than likely they do have have, have a favorite, you know. Um, but in God's eyes, he does not. He's just going to judge the situation and how he feels is best. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I, I The thing is, we are not gods, so... I could again. You can still see Cain could get jealous. I know I've been jealous of my yeah. siblings when I was younger. Now I'm just happy when I hear that they're doing great. But I remember being a young man and being envious or jealous of others. And you know, and with as I've gotten older, I just I don't have it to the same degree. But I know I'm I'm a sinner, and I know that I still do. Oh, those for things. sure, for sure. But, but that's where sense. that's where it's like, Lord, I I'm envy of this person. Lord, forgive me. Forgive yeah. me of feeling that way. Forgive me for feeling jealousy. And God even had a had a conversation with Cain, like, "Hey, Cain, yeah. don't let this overtake you." Oh, it, he did. It's not. Yeah, it's like, don't let don't let sin rule over you. Don't let it. Don't let this creep in. I, I what if it does? It's gonna it's gonna get bad. And mm -hmm. so he's he you know in verse six he's talking to Cain. He said. And if you do not do well, sin lies at your door, and its desire is for you. So sin is so God's like sin's creeping in, sin's creeping in. I'm warning you, stay away from it. Don't don't let it come in. Don't let it rule over you. And then what does Cain do? He doesn't take God's advice. He allows sin to rule over him. That sin gets bigger, and then he kills kills his brother. I think we've all been there. Not the killing part. No, not the killing all... part. We have. But that's the great thing about um, we need to humble ourselves and repent and say, wow, Lord, I am flawed. You know, help me. Help me not to be jealous. Help me to be excited for that person when he's successful. You know, allow, allow me to just love people. Um, allow me to do better. You know, I, I could have done better. I just didn't allow me to do, give me strength to do better. 
that's all that God wanted from Cain. Like, Lord, if, you know, Cain, God wanted Cain to be like, Lord, you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. But Cain didn't do any of that. And that's the problem with sin is that sin is like a seed, you know, and more and more when it gets watered by us continually to think about hatred, frustration, jealousy, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And sometimes it gets uh, really bad where in this situation, he actually kills someone. He acted on it incredibly. So, yeah. And Cain said unto the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Who, where, where did everyone come from? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, okay, Adam and Eve got out, they had Cain and Abel, so where are all these other people that are out there that are trying to slay him? How did they get there? If do you know what I'm saying? Like that's a good would, question. Um, so. it could have been, it could have been, yeah, like hey, wh- where did everybody else come from? Um, it also could have been um like maybe his family. He was scared that his family was gonna ki- uh take him out. But yeah, you do have a good point. Uh, to answer your first question, I don't know. But when you go back to verse 14, mm-hmm. Cain had the opportunity to say, Lord, you know what? You are you are a righteous judge. You're a righteous God. I do deserve this punishment. But please forgive me. Forgive me. He didn't even ask for forgiveness. I believe things would have been different if, if he would have uh, said, you know what? I really messed up. But as you saw when we, when we did Genesis 2 and 3, Adam and Eve... You know, Adam blamed God by creating Eve. And then Eve's like, hey, it was a serpent. You know, he was the one. It's it's always blaming, blaming something instead of taking responsibility and saying, yes, I I am at fault. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I Yeah, yeah. I mean, it (laughs) sounds like there's a lot of, like I said in the last chapter, there's a a lot of accountability that they don't want to be accountable. I should say, yeah, it's a lack yeah. of accountability. Yeah, true. And the and the Lord saith unto him, therefore, whoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. Um. <sighs> What did what do you think that the mark looked like? I don't. What, what know. do you think? Do you, like, where do you think it was? Like, I know if I was the Lord, I would play a little joke on him and put it somewhere embarrassing. But again, you'd want somebody to see it. But <laughs> I I would probably um I my guess um because we don't know we don't know what the mark looks like. I mean, um I also tried to do some research and and uh, some other uh, teachers and. And uh, other individuals are like, yeah, we don't know. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the Lord put it on his forehead. Okay. Do you think Cain is still alive? Like if, do you think, because did like. Like today? Think, yeah. Why no, not, he's, right? no. 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 He's, he's gone. Yeah, because I mean, 
sin is death. So um, they didn't have any anything to uh, because from the beginning, you know, sin was brought. Everybody um, is cursed because of it. Eventually, we're gonna we're gonna pass away. Hopefully, we'll be in our nineties or or a hundred. Um, you know, but yeah, yeah, Cain. Maybe he was really old. Um, what's really interesting is that in chapter five, um, we're going to be, um, it's going to basically give us ages of specific people. And uh, I don't know if Cain is in there, but back then, a lot of people survived to be like four, five, six, seven hundred years old. Wow. Uh, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, we don't we got a lot of technology now, and I don't even think we can come close to that. But yeah, uh, I I also think their food back in the day was uh, was a lot healthier than than uh, what what we're presented with. So <laughs> right, right, fair enough. I mean, we could go back and forth. I yeah, mean, yeah, like I mean, fair enough, fair enough. Kane um, dwells in the land of Nod. Okay. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. So they're not saying he was in Eden. They're just saying it was, it's, it's just a other yeah. side of the garden. He, he went like around to the, to the east and then uh, um, yeah. lived over there. Okay. And Cain knew his wife. So he did find someone that loved him, or he already had a wife, and he brought her, obviously, with him, right? Yeah. Um, and she conceived and bare Enoch. So, and he builded a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. So Enoch, Enoch's the one that built the city, right? It's not um, Cain. Uh, I would say Cain, because so Cain... Yeah, and Cain knew his wife, and she bore, uh, she conceived and bore Enoch, and uh, he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Yeah, so, so it would have been Cain basically, yeah, I mean, building his own home. He's He built a city, man. He built a <laughs> He did. He I did mean, build the talk about drive. I yeah. Mean, he's just like, I don't care if you curse me. I'm going to go build my own city and I'm going to be in charge. Yeah. I, that sounds. <laughs> wow. Okay. And unto Enoch was born Irad and Irad beget Mahal and Mahal begot Mathasal and Mathasal begot Lamech. So, I mean, he went on to have obviously a pretty fruitful life. Exactly. Do you think by the end of it, he asked for forgiveness? I hope so. Um, I, honestly, I don't know. I I hope so. I hope I hope he eventually came to his senses. Um, but from reading this, it doesn't really tell us. Yeah, you'd think that it would have a little bit more in there about that like somebody because it's a pretty important story it is it is because i mean he god still blessed him god still blessed mm -hmm. him with with a wife with a family you yeah. know um his wife was able to have kids you know there's a there's like you said there's a lot in here and you still see mm -hmm. god's hand on uh, on on cain even though 
East End. And um, even though Kane and everybody else is a center, God still has love and compassion uh, for them. And uh, so, so he's giving them. He's he gives them chances. Obviously, he's over not, he and over. Yeah, right. He hasn't given up on him. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Lamech's descendants. And Lamech took unto him two wives. The name of the one was Ada. The name of the other, Zillah. How does... How did God feel about that? People taking, having multiple wives. Like, isn't that not like a... How, how, how does that go in the Bible? Because I've never... I don't, you know, I, will, I don't know. But what do they say? Like, how does he feel about that? Yeah, he's, he's not happy. He's not happy because... Uh, uh, we're supposed to have one wife. And what's interesting is um, if we go to uh, Genesis 2.24, it says, mm -hmm. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. So right there it's saying you're supposed to have one wife, and then when you get married, you become one. And what's mm -hmm. interesting about that is um, – if you go into the book of Matthew, which is in the New Testament, if you go to Matthew 19, 4 through 8, Jesus references G Genesis, references marriage and how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be one man, one and one woman, and when they're and when they're married, they they become they become one. So with Lamanic, I mean he made the decision to have multiple wives, but that's not how it was. Uh, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be between one man and one woman. Well, I mean, Lamech probably had a lot of headache, a lot of headaches. My yeah, because is, let yeah. me read this. If, if you're okay with it, let me read uh, Matthew 19, uh, 4 yeah. through uh Four through six, and he answered and said to them, "Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female, and said, for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate." So right here it says it's supposed to be one man, one woman, and that's and that's it. Not one man, two wives, or one man, four wives, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, I'll bet you Lamech was going into this whole thing like thinking like, <laughs> but I'll bet you no time for himself. No, <laughs> he's busy with honeydew lists. You know, like it would never stop. Ever. And then, like, imagine, like, if you give too much time to one of them, the other one's going to get, you know, jealous. And then then, then you start having kids. You, you can't favorite one's, one's kids over. The, oh, I mean, it's a lot. I, I, I couldn't do it myself, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll learn a little bit more about um, Lamech when you read on, because, uh, yeah. Okay, headaches are coming. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, we'll we'll kind of read a little bit more about who how he yeah, just read on and then you kind of uh understand and the viewers will kind of understand. 
Okay, okay. And Ada bare Jabal. He was the father of such as dwell in tents and of such as have cattle. So he was a farmer, basically. He was yep. like... Now, okay. And his brother's name was Jabal. He was the father of all such as handled the harp and organ. Okay. Entertainment. Yep. And Zila. She also bare Tubal Cain an instructor of every artificer in brass and iron, and the sister of Tubal Cain was Nama. Okay, so the, the, basically there's a lot of skills. These, these kids are coming out each with their these individual skills, clearly that are being passed on to other people. Yes, exactly. Yep. And Lamak said unto his wives... Ada and Zilla, hear my voice, ye wives of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. What is he talking about? That whole uh, 23 to 24, I'm completely lost. Yeah, he's arrogant. Hey, wives, look at me. This person hurt me, and I killed them. Since Cain was cursed by sevenfold by God, then mm -hmm. I should be cursed by seventy. Oh, he was he was brazen. So he's not asking for forgiveness. He's saying he, it's almost like he's saying like God's like he's saying God's bullshit. Like, I'm not afraid of him. I, 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 like, is that what he's, does, is yeah, that what I'm saying? He's hearing? like, hey, I, look what I did. I killed someone because I, he hurt me. I mean, so, if you think about it, he, he did, he married two women yeah. or, or he has two women. He has all these kids. So he's starting to, and all these kids are clearly very talented people, you know, if you think about it. So he's kind of becoming a little more brazen, a little more brazen, and now he's then he's just like I'm. Just, I can just go do what he just did, which was kill people and get away with it, and God will do nothing because if he had, if he was going to do something, he'd have done something to me. Is that what what's going on here? Is, oh, is that I think it's like he probably saw the 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 curse on Cain was a good thing. He's like, oh, you know, everybody's talking about Cain. Everybody's talking about Cain. So probably jealousy. Hey, mm -hmm. I killed someone too. So since I killed someone, I should have a greater punish or a greater re reward. So does it, guy does it so touch? Arrogant. He's arrogant. Yeah. So does it touch on Lamech later on? Or is this it? That's all we hear about Lamech. Um, that's a good question. I do not know. Okay. Well, we'll find out. We will um, find out. Exactly. I mean, uh, it would be cool to find out how it ends for Lamech, uh, but it, it doesn't sound right now like it's going to end well. Yeah, and it seems like he wants, Lamech wants everybody to be talking about him, because I'm assuming everybody was talking about Cain. Hey, there's Cain. You know, we cannot hurt Cain. If we hurt Cain, then this is what's going to happen, and so on and so forth. Uh, uh, but nobody would dare touch Lamech. Because he's scary and he's mean and he's powerful. 
and he doesn't need God to help him. Is that basically what he's? Yeah, this is what's interesting. That's so good because it says, let me let me go back to verse fifteen. It says, therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. So that's where, okay, if Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventy-sevenfold. So interesting. So he's he probably thinks he's invincible in that. Um, I don't know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. Well, he's, he's debunking God, right? He's debunking the. I don't even know. Is this a? Is this even? Is there even? He's is, probably is there saying. Even, I'm greater than Cain. Mm -hmm. So hey, okay. if someone if someone hurts me, then then that person should be should be uh um well you could imagine like I'm when I'm reading this now now that we're talking, like I'm thinking to myself, like, I mean, we don't know what happens to Cain, but Cain um killed his brother, he's punished by God, and still this man, this human being managed to go and build a great city, raise, have kids, right? And what did God do about it? What's he going to do to me, right? Like, I, you could see how, like, Lamech might uh, kind of have that thinking. Like, if God was going to, like, punish Cain, right? Like, look at, look, like, he said he cursed him. Meanwhile, this man, if he invented, he basically, he built a city. And sounds like he's getting credit for building a city, so the punishment, like, um, maybe he's just like, maybe that it wasn't like, I know it's like, Ooh, the market Cain, right? That's what Lamech's thinking. Like, so what Cain went and so made a city. more than likely Lamech, because he was jealous that Cain had a mark on him. Lamech was like, Hey, I should have a mark on me. I right. should be just as special. And if someone okay. kills me, then there should be, um, there, there should be a, a curse on them seventy fold. So that's wow. my thought on it. Okay. More, the more we talk about it, yeah, jealousy. It, well, I've been there. I know what it's like. Exactly. I... But even though what happened to Cain was not good, Lamech wanted the glory and thought it was like a, a glorious thing that what Cain had, even though it was a curse against Cain. But, but again, like <laughs> Cain went and built a city. Like, yeah. where's this curse? If I was Lamech, I'd be like, well, if this God cursed Cain, Cain went off to do some pretty amazing stuff. He did. Yep. I don't like it. I wouldn't be intimidated if I was Lamech by a God. I, not that God wants you to be intimidated, I, I hope. But, um, um, but I, yeah, I could see why Lamech was just like, I'm going to do what I want. And have as many wives as I want, have as many kids as I want, um, have, you know, I can take all this credit, I can kill who I want, and I can brag about it, because I have no fear of anything. But yeah. his, lo his loss, his loss. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So good, then, yeah, good discussion. Yeah. The birth of Seth. And Adam knew his wife again. So what does that mean? And Adam, that just means they 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 got together again physically yeah like, when yeah. so so how do i okay sex is actually a good thing the challenge with this world is that 
this world has polluted sex. In in what ways? I'm just can you can you give me like um. Some so examples. sex is supposed to be between a husband and a wife. That's how it was. That that's how it was set up. Mm-hmm. Um, sex being polluted would be um, pornography, prostitution, um, things that are um, ungodly, ungodliness, things that that are of of the world. So when when you see this, and we've seen this multiple times, it says, and Adam knew his wife. That means, hey, they had, you know, they had a sexual relationship, and then she got pregnant and bore. So that's how it was supposed to be set up. But now, you know, you hear about people sleeping around, you know, um, just a, a lot of things that that are not godly. Okay, but, you know, I am worldly. Uh, Like, as a young guy, like, I want to go out. I want to do that stuff. I want to have some fun. I want to get, you know, become uh, reasonably okay at it, you know? So I know that when I do find a spouse or find somebody that I can please them, right? And I can have some, you know, practice. Um, You know, um, these are uh, feelings. These uh, are very human, right? To, 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 to like, I know like lust and all these things are supposed to be bad, but like, they are very natural to us. It feels like it feels very natural to me to when I, when I, especially when I was like 15, 16, if I saw a beautiful girl, you know, or even, even now let's go like in my twenties, you know, like a young man, I, I definitely wanted to do these things. I, I guess it can go back and forth with everybody, right? Like, I just feel like if if I see, if, I, if there's somebody that likes me and I like them and, you know, we're together and, and maybe it will, maybe it won't work out, but as long as we can be adults about it and go our separate ways and then I can move on and if I find somebody else who, you know, eventually someday, hopefully find that person I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, I don't see the, I don't have any issues with that, I guess, but I'm a worldly person. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, in the, and the Lord warns us, you know, about lust, fornication, um, adultery, um, and, and so on and so forth. Um, but these are our natural, like he gave us these natural things in in ourselves. Yeah. But do we act on them? Like for instance, Cain was warned, right? Mm-hmm. But Cain acted on it. Let's say that I have a lustful thought. Okay, do I act on it by looking at um, going to the internet? Do I um, act on it by um, going out and having a good time with uh, a, a random woman? Do I act on it? No, no, no. I get back and I say, hey, Lord, forgive me for that. Rebuke it in Jesus' name. And then I go back to a um, a clear mind and a righteous mind and a pure mm-hmm. purity. It's about purity. Um, yes, hormones and everything. Yes, the way it is really interesting. Billy Graham said this. It was I just watched like a short clip on him, um, but he said something like this. Yes, he understands that everybody has hormones. 
he said the only way that for people to um, get back in holiness and live a holy life is by the help of the Holy Spirit, by the help of Jesus giving us strength to run away from that stuff, to not live that lifestyle. Just to kind of go back, the way that it was um, on how God created sex is between a husband and a wife. And uh, um, that's how it's supposed to be like. When we see the worldly views and when we just see the world within itself, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's not happening. But there are those that are living a pure life and waiting um, until that they're married to have a sexual relationship with with their significant other. So, okay. I, I yeah, it's definitely um, like I said, I'm I definitely have a more worldly view. I'm not I'm not all on board on that. But again, yeah. we can agree to disagree. Yeah, and I think it's glad that we can. I'm I'm glad that we can be cordial about it. Oh, and, of course, yeah. And, and I hope again, other people, if if they would like to, you know, throw in uh, their two cents or like to to you know to add to this, I think that would be great. I just, uh, yeah, and I don't think I need. I think I've made it pretty clear how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm a firm believer. You got to try it. See if you like it before yeah. you stay. But yeah. anyways, um, uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> And um, so where was I? I've forgotten where I was. Oh, on this. you were asking a, a verse 25 where, where it talked about Adam knew his wife, which means that right. they, yeah, they did have. Uh, um, and called his name Seth. For God said, she hath appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain slew. So God hasn't forgotten about Cain, clearly. Um, but why is God saying, um, she hath appointed me an, another seed? That's, that's Adam's son. That's his seed. That's Adam's seed. That's It is, yeah, but it's just saying, hey, God blessed me with another son. You know, okay. he didn't, um, like, for instance, you know, you know, there's some women out there, bless their hearts, they can't have kids. Right. You know, yeah. just for a, a certain reason. Um, they just yeah. just can't have children. Um, so in this situation, God God blessed Eve to be With able to child. have have another child, and um, she I, would have been pretty old by this point too, right? Is like a healthy like at this point she'd have been pretty old, maybe. And yeah. so like, but I think Adam and Eve more than likely lived until uh, they're probably. Uh, we'll read more. Um, okay. Uh, so Adam, Adam was 800, 800 years old. Oh, geez. Okay. So, he, so. so Adam passed away when he was 800 years old. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious. So in this whole chapter, Cain and Abel, Eve is very like, uh, she's quite big in this. Like there's a couple parts in it with, and she gives a lot of glory to God. Right. Yeah. And I'm just curious, is she, do you think at this point, is she like maybe closer to God than Adam? Because I just feel like, like they don't really talk much about Adam in in this chapter. Not really. Um, there's very little about him. But on two occasions, Eve is given 
the glory to you know glory to god yeah so i i'm wondering is she like becoming closer than maybe to god than and i don't know if it's a race it's not a race yeah, it's, it's not, not a competition, it's not a but... race um i think sometimes women are more vocal okay you know yes um... yes they are <laughs> yeah oh so, boy um and you know it's like i remember um when my wife and i got married you know it's um at that, when we got married, I wasn't really walking the walk, you know, and uh, she was growing substantially in her faith. I think different seasons, sometimes people grow more than others and feel maybe closer to uh, to the Lord. Um, but yeah, that that's a good question. Yeah, Adam isn't really talking too much about besides, yeah. hey, he had a relationship with his with his wife, they conceived a son. Um, mm -hmm. See, it's interesting because you were, um, like you were saying with your wife, she was becoming closer to God than you were at one point, right? Yeah. And um, did did you find? Were you worried like that would separate you in a sense? And then eventually, you kind of went on board with it, and you, you know, you found him too. But like, yeah. did you, were you a little bit stressed or worried at that time? Like, I, I'm not, I'm not there. And like this relationship may not work if, if she's that way and I'm this way. Right. Like you obviously at one point you were very more worldly than yes. spiritual. Yes. So like, how, how do you think that like, and I, you don't have to answer this. Maybe I'm prying too much, but I'm, I'm really just trying to ask a, Yeah. Like, did you like, if you didn't go the spiritual route and you stayed with the worldly route, do you think you would still be together with your wife? Or you know? yeah, that's 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 a good question. Um, what I can say is, um, one, my wife had a lot of grace on me. She didn't force me to, hey, you need to go to church. You need to do this, and and at the same time, she spent a lot of time in prayer. You okay. know that that the Lord would show Himself to me. And when that happened about eight years ago, that's when my, my life was uh, supernaturally changed. So she, um, was it easy on her? Absolutely not. Um, am I thankful that she stuck with me during the ups and downs? Absolutely. Um, I'm so blessed to have her as, as and call her my wife. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that, that's a good question. I, I don't know. All I can say is that I'm very happy that we're still together. And I, and I thank yeah. the Lord for keeping us together <laughs> during, during challenging times for her. She went through, yeah, she went through a really tough time. So, yeah. Um, I, I think for, for myself, since I've started and we've been like reading, you know, we, we were doing Bible studies and stuff. Yeah. But again, I've never read through the Bible. I was doing Bible studies with yourself and couples with um you know and i know since i've started doing the the couples with my spouse i know i feel like our relationship has been getting stronger which has been really nice um and uh it's obviously there's a lot of patience involved because but you know my spouse and i were very we're more worldly hoping to maybe become a little more spiritual so anyways but i know thing good things have been coming since we've started 
When, when did we start this? In February with the couples council? Well, not council, so couples uh, Bible yeah, study? Yeah, couples Bible study. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, yeah you could probably say February. I, I know we always look forward to it. Um, yeah, yeah. Wednesday doesn't come fast enough, you know, because yeah. that's what we do it on. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're always, Ashley and I, we're always talking about it and we're always like ex ecstatic yeah. to uh, yeah. be a part because. You know, we love Michelle too. You know, of yeah. course, love you, but and she's all right. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the top dog here, right? So. She, she's the one who's always on, like, prompt, always on yeah. time. We're the ones that are trying to figure out what time, what time is our study yeah. again? I know. Half the time I'm winging it, and then, and then when something goes wrong, I'm like, Michelle, honey. So anyway, exactly. she certainly has her work cut out with us. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, I'm very blessed to have her in my life. Um, so I'm going to continue reading. And to Seth, to him, also, there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. Then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. So you could so, see that there was some of the the kids that had a relate wanted wanted a relationship with the Lord and then you had some other individuals that kind of wanted to do their own thing yeah so yeah. that's where free will plays plays in yeah yeah well I have a lot of learning to do but <laughs> but you know and and maybe like I I think I've said this before like I I, I it, it's gonna be a slow process. Uh, some of it I just, I, I haven't got on board with as we're going along, but again, that's okay. You know, maybe, you know, as we continue on, it will get, uh, I'll, I'll be able to, uh, accept a little bit more stuff, but I do believe in God. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. So that's anyways. the first, that's the first, uh, sometimes that's yeah. the first challenge for a lot of people is believing mm -hmm. that there is a creator. And then mm -hmm. from there, um, but what's interesting about doing doing and what I love about doing this Bible study is is I'm also learning a lot too, and there's so much oh. that I still don't know. And the more I study, the more sometimes I'm like, oh my word, there's just so much that I still don't know. And I mm -hmm. feel like I'm constantly in that, wow, okay, now I'm more confused. And yeah. well, <laughs> I, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that you know as as hopefully as we grow and and as um more people see this maybe they can throw out some like we're, it's almost like i'm throwing out a, like i'm hoping for a life so like sometimes there's things that i just go right over my head yeah and that's what i love about comments and stuff like uh we've had already had a couple comments and i've learned and it's been really nice and i'm grateful for the comments so anyways uh hopefully there'll be more good <laughs> let's close us in prayer then Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord, and we just thank you that uh, we are able to spend time in your presence and learn more about you and, and about your grace and mercy and love for us. And uh, Lord, we just thank you and glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.